One, two, three. Good evening, listeners. We are the Dirty Stay Outs. Hooray. Don't give us soap. Don't give us hand sanitizer. If you did that, Yum-o. we wouldn't be dirty. And that I pride up, myself. Yeah. That's what's up. I pride myself on being dirty. Yo, my name's Michelle. I'd like to think I'm the dirtiest. But then I'm looking at my two friends here, Matt and Ryan, and I'm like, what's up, guys? Well, we they all call think me- we're... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we both had a little something. We both had a little something. Ryan? Ryan? I recognize Speaker Ryan to the floor. <laughs> I was about to say that we all think we're the dirtiest. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not worthy of, of, of elbowing my way to the front of the podcast. <laughs> like, like it was Black Friday and I had the last Tickle Me Elmo. I'm sure there have been hot toys since Tickle Me Elmo, but but that was the hottest, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of just like pure sexuality. It was sexy. I mean, that red, the furry and the red, it just invokes so many feelings of sensuality, I guess, and then the voice. Lord, Lord, if that voice doesn't do something to me. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, baby. I used to play with my my uncle used to we used to play this game called uh, uh, Tickle Me Snuffleupagus. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Come on, Michelle. That was honestly that was courageous for me to um, bring that to the podcast. That was incredibly (laughs) courageous. I'm definitely giving you that. This is like when Todd Glass went on WTF. Oh my God! There's some lights just like shine. I got so spooked. I thought I was I thought I was busted, but it was just another car turning on their lights. You're, it's tough. I got the windows. It's like a spring. We this is what we call an unseasonably warm day for you that uh, are not listening right now and feeling this temperature. <laughs> That's right. But it's it's weird. I got my windows open, so now I really have the elements of um, the the streets of East Hampton. Just having. Oh, so do you want to hear what I was gonna say? Please. I do. Yes, yeah. I've been thinking about it okay, since then. I was like, so, when is he just gonna like okay. gonna tell us? I, yeah. tell us. I wish I go ahead. Yeah, I wish I just let it go because it doesn't. I don't think it really works as a cool thing to say. But you, so you're talking about us being dirty, and then for my intro, I was gonna go ahead and drop a little something like this. Like, hey, they call they call me Big Daddy when they bacteria that ass up. So, <laughs> Jesus you know what I should have done. Uh, Listen, hindsight, hindsight wise, um, I should have just let Ryan, I should have just, uh, I should have just not said that. Let Ryan say what he was going to say and say something different. As should I have done. <laughs> we all should have. Honestly, so far, everything we've said is not our best work. <laughs> this is all, this is all, so far, this, hey. this is cutting room floor stuff. All right, all right guys. Right. All right, first draft out of the way. <laughs> I got a I got I'm a little playing. surprise. I got a little surprise for you. Go ahead. As, if you remember uh, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I had the surprise of letting you know that we had been downloaded in Serbia in addition to our Serbia. previous downloads in Russia and the United States of America. Do tell. Hey, yeah, yeah. Well, this week or last week, depending on when this was recorded, right. we can add one more uh, country to the list of countries that bots have downloaded this podcast in and we can continue to claim that we are a international 
taking taking the world by storm, and that country yeah. is uh, uh, quite appropriately okay. Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Woo-hoo! I, oh, I call I'm, that success. I'm, yep. I'm ready for this one. R A. Top of the morning. <laughs> to, to ye. Oh, my lord. Bum, ba, da, ba, 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 I don't. I lit, I legit don't know what a country like. What a country is. I could never recognize a country in their in their uh, cultural habits. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't bot, know what they do. Bots, bots are big in the news right now. They say it's how this whole uh, COVID got started. Is uh, people eating bots? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, <laughs> now a that's a thick. Now that's a thick Irish accent you got there, right? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a couple of bots playing <laughs> around down there <laughs> in the Orient. <laughs> oh, blarg. Oh, Blarney, Blarney. Blarney. Yep. <laughs> Taking the uh, shillelagh and the Blarney stuff. I'm just going to rattle off all the things I know about yeah. Ireland. Oh, lucky, lucky charm. It's a stick you hit people with. <laughs> I love it. I don't know why that kills like me. A, with like, that a, like a knotted stick. I thought it was oh. an instrument, like a pretty instrument. There's nothing pretty about this. That's I thought that was Martin Lawrence's alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> Shillelagh. <laughs> Shillelagh. That's right. That's right, Shillelagh. Yeah, oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, my God. I love Shillelagh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Did I say all the pro- appropriate things? Yeah. You said right everything on. appropriate. Does that, does that yeah. reference hold water? It no. Does. Oh God! <laughs> Not we. We should uh, bring in like a, a audience of one, and it's just going to be like one eighteen-year-old that doesn't understand uh, any of what we're saying uh-huh. ever. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Well, we go look at yeah, look at the face. Pretty soon, when we have a bot from Honduras, we'll we'll have a uh, audience of one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no way. I'm listen. No way. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm saying hateful things, but I don't know any better. I'm a man of a certain age. We're going to see the, <laughs> uh, the viewership of the podcast go way, way up. And then we're going to find out that it's just young Gen Zers who are watching it uh, and making reaction videos and going like, yep. these fools are so old. Uh they own VHS cassette tapes, uh, you know. I hope right, that happens. Right, 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 that would right. be great. I would love to see some young kids take on me. Like, what do you think I am? That like, was it. That's what I, they'd, yeah. they'd be like, these fools are so old. That's what young kids sound like to me. These yeah, fools, they're general old. These All fools right. are so old. I bet they can't do no kick flips. I bet they wear <laughs> their, uh, their baseball caps around fronts. I bet they wear... Uh, uh, what what are the the jeans the tapered leg jeans? I don't know. Uh, bell bottoms. The kids are into bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pit. Yeah, they're like what? I pity the fools with these. Uh, they're into their Woody Guthrie's and uh, some forty one. Oh my god! 
Oh, okay, no, I was I was confusing some 41 with level 42. I know who some 41 is. Level 42 is the 80s, some 41 is the 90s. Ha, sha, sha, sha. Wait, does level 42 do that song? <laughs> or is that yes, yeah. actually that twins? does sound familiar oh no that's thompson twins i know exactly what you're saying is that level 42 no that's not level yes 42. that is Ooh. yes it that is, level, is four, level two yes you got the that's, chorus that's the chorus that would be a good top three bro. top three bands and everything that have numbers in their names Oh, written down. Oh, written. that shit written. <laughs> that shit be writ. And, and no. then we can have them fight. We could organize them by what number is in their names, and then they can fight. Three doors down versus three dog night. And let me take a moment to tip a hat to Mr. Matt Woodland for the level 42 thing, because I feel like that's pretty <laughs> obscure. Like, you'll only hear that song if you're listening to, like, the utmost soft rock station at like 11 30 oh. in the morning on a weekday dun, 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 dun. only human after mm. all no. everything Ooh. there we go perfect level 42 i could listen to level it 41 mm. whatever you like that could be like a cover band like a it's like a in the key of level 42 i mean god in the key of some 41 doing level 42. Like, Ooh, that's pretty good. You know, I'll uh, I'll throw money up. at that. I'll shark tank that. Can I also share something? I really wanted In to put together like a an Eddie Money cover band. Uh -huh. That's like no money, no problem. That's what I wanted to call it. Oh, with Sean P. Diddy Combs. Oh, well, yeah. But see, more money, more problems is that song. No money, no problem. It's like, hey, you don't have any money. No problem. You've got this guy doing songs by him instead but uh, speaking speaking of mace did you ever find your pepper spray oh i was gonna bring it up during my taco but here we are boys wow. and i haven't taken it out of the package yet because i'm pretty sure i'd get it in the face tonight because i just somehow fuck it up and i would get it Damn. in the face so i'm waiting until i'm in the presence of somebody whenever that would well no because then if i'm in the presence of somebody i'd probably need to use it who's hot who's not Who's Mace come out the stores? Yeah. I know I love me. Whatever happened to him? That song, he became a uh, like a reverend. I think. Oh, I think you're like, right about that. Tampa, Crazy. Florida. I I would. That song is a prime example of a song that I didn't like when it first came out, and then as I got older, it <clears throat> I so strongly associated it with like a time in my life that I didn't even like it. But now mm -hmm. it, it, it makes me think about school dances and being like 14. And so I, yeah. I almost kind of like that song now just by pure power of association. Can I make a confession? Sure. Okay. Yes. I don't think I make it any, I don't hide the fact that I like to dance in my apartment. I'm a dance because I like dance music. You're a dancer. I'm a dancer, a tiny dancer. But I was listening to the Nutty Professor soundtrack last night. For the song done by Mace, it's like Mace, Foxy Brown, Mary J. Blige. It's the craziest. It's uh, I think it's called like Touch Me, Tease Me or something. But he's awesome on that. He's just got that kind of deadpan rap style. Kind of fun for the 90s. If you're Yeah, he, he like invented that rap style where it's like, I'm going to rap and not burn any calories doing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking 
pure the pat most passive rap and now we got like what we got like the futures of the world that won't even mm-hmm. pronounce will not shape their tongues to pronounce the consonants that's my impression of a future anyone come on kids i'm speaking to your kids this one's for kids out there it's a new thing man Mace uh, raps like he's trying to do something else simultaneously while he's rapping that has more of his attention. Like he's, uh, you know, filling in a schedule note on his phone or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. That's really good. That's really good. Both very <laughs> good observations. Well, guys, I uh, kind of well, want to talk about my week a little bit because I already kind of gave away part of my taco by showing you my pepper spray. Believe it or not, that's like the... Uh, one of the highlights of my week is feeling like a badass walking into Dick's Sporting Goods to buy my pepper spray. Oh. I was like, and the guy's like, can I help you find anything else? And I looked at him and I thought it was funny, but I was like brass knuckles. And the kid got really nervous. He's like, I don't think. And I'm like, no, no, I'm joking. And you should have been like, uh, how about a date? Now that I know I'll be able to defend myself if you. <laughs> Yo, that'd be Ready. sexy. So back up a little bit on the on the mace. What, when did you decide that it was a necessity? Have there been some bears prowling around the the fungalo? Okay. Oh, I'll, bear necessity. I want to keep this general, and I, you don't even have to keep this in the podcast. But I'm just going to keep this very general, and I'm going to keep this very brief. Okay. I had an incident with an individual, ah. and I wasn't thinking very straight. I wasn't thinking straight. Uh, because intentions were completely different and it just never occurred to me to place certain elements safer because I was pretty innocent anyways. So it just made me think, I guess, I guess it was a little bit of panic, but it just made me think like in general, not just because this individual, I mean, they're pretty harmless, but if I ever found myself in a worse situation, I would want to make sure that I had protection. So. It's just me, and it's just me in this crazy world. Like, I'm not gonna expect somebody to fight my battles for me. Sister's yeah. gonna step up and take care of herself, you know? Right on. That's and I, I think everybody should have a little bit of pepper spray. Word to the wise, though, I'm pretty sure that generally when you spray pepper spray at somebody else, it also takes you out, generally. That, Does like, it really? Well, I think really? that Ugh. I think that kamikaze mission. I think that being mm. around it, like not to the same degree that it'll take out the person that you're firing at, but I believe that just being in like proximity, uh, you know, your your eyes are gonna water. So I wouldn't plan on, but I, I think it's supposed to give you time to to get away. Uh, Michelle was saying that we should we should test it out. She was like, <laughs> I'll test it out of myself. Oh and I yeah. Said, wait wait. <laughs> We gotta wait until back, we're back live together because I just I I watch people, you know, get get hurt on screens and it's just not not the same. I think I think that we gotta save that for for a truth or dare segment. Well, do you want to know the kicker? Yeah, I would. Is I was gonna make one of you guys spray me. <laughs> oh, can you do? What do I? I wanted to see which one of you would. I want to. I want to. And you know that I'm gonna sit there and just like rate you on hesitation. How long does it take this guy to like hesitate? Spray it in my face. Like, is this there is, like guilt? Is like, oh, it says everything. It's gonna. I feel everything. like. I feel like it would be way worse than that plan implies. <laughs> like I definitely would be down to 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 all all do, do it, but I feel like it's from what I understand, it's like the stinging, and then you're blind, and then 
your nose is super runny and then it oh. can you know it makes you choke and you're sort of struggling to catch your breath because you're uh you know you, you can i mean there's a there's a lot that goes on and uh it sounds pretty funny but i think it is uh i think it's a lengthy recovery time. well here's what i want to say to this i want to speak to this little ryan my niece i have a niece or she's i guess this is the thing okay so this is terrible so i so now i'm divorced or whatever and so people who i used to call niece i can't call nieces anymore even if i woo -woo, even if i still care about them the this niece that i had in minneapolis i used to babysit for all the time she was the sweetest she's a paramedic but she was also on the front lines after the george floyd thing happened that very first day of protests um where people were being pepper sprayed and everything she showed videos. She was the first one to put, not the first one, but of my friends there to show on video on Facebook exactly what was happening and people getting pepper sprayed. You could, you could actually see it. Milk. Milk is what helps you after you get pepper sprayed. Oh. So my plan is, I know, Matt, I know, I know. I, I know you don't like that. Viscous. It is viscous. <laughs> I know, I know, but it would really help. So my plan is to come to equipped. It. No, you just dump it, it over eyes. your face. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my plan is to get like have one of you guys spray it and then Fucking I was just gonna idiot. be like or maybe even a milkshake and just be like Pfft. not very flattering you know I'm not gonna look like the prettiest girl doing it but it would be funny and it's for the audience you know anything for the audience <laughs> uh-oh yeah it's getting to that point she's getting desperate I would that almost the, <laughs> the cure sounds worse than the uh than the the plate of pepper spray so that's I think the thing the problem with the pepper spray is like I think the fun of like I don't know how any of these things work but what's that thing that it does some electricity what's that thing zips taser. electricity taser. taser there you go baby because I reckon with that is yeah you have the pain but then you move on with your life and you have a big laugh but like that's true like the, the initial pain <laughs> of the pepper and then you're just you're just like in agony for hours and then you have milk all over yourself it's like what am i with all this milk on me it's like what is my what am i a gay rights activist or something <laughs> Clever, taser, taser makes you uh pee yourself though really yeah oh so it's a win-win <laughs> i have to tell you i don't okay this is gonna sound really crazy oh here we go things that michelle says I actually right. don't mind the feeling of peeing myself because it's, if you really <laughs> just kind of relax and let it go, it's warm and it, like, if you have to go bad enough, it's the only way to go. Like, dude, you're not going to find, yeah, you're not going to find a bigger <laughs> proponent of pee stuff. I like, <laughs> I don't pee myself. <laughs> no matter how hard we look. When I was yeah. a kid, here's a, here's a little confession, here's a little dashboard confessionals. Um, but when I was a kid, I was like, I was like, I, I was like, what is all this, what is all this uh, hullabaloo about peeing oneself? And because my friend Lionel, he has to wear, a, he used to have to wear a diaper until he was like a ripe old age of like, uh, like, a, like a kid, like a full grown kid, not a baby or whatever. And then I was like, what is this sensation of peeing yourself? And then I used to enjoy doing it for uh, like, for fun, I guess. Maybe for maybe for sensuality, I don't know, mm -hmm. but it is. It's like it, and I don't get it. Like I can't, I don't do that stuff no more. But I'm a big fan when like um, people pee themselves and all these kinds of things. I think it's the coolest, Daddy. Oh, so, so yeah. uh, we'll put you down for a tase. Uh, Matt, I'll take the tase. Yeah, Matt's down for the tase. Uh, yeah, no milk. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle would rather have the uh, the pepper yeah. spray. So I guess I'm the, the tiebreaker here. Well, Michelle likes the bukkake, uh, so. 
my instinct is to say pepper spray, A, because I think it'd be funnier. Although I've been electrocuted before. I mean, I've been electrocuted. I'd be curious. Um, yeah, I think I'd like to be zip. What about? I don't think we're going to be able to have a taser, although we could get one of those wands. You know, the, uh, one, the Capitol riot guys, the guy that put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, he had... Yeah. It, like a like a billy club but that like an electrified billy club oh yeah Jesus. i remember i used to have a it was like a tennis racket that was electrified in the middle and it was for like swatting mosquitoes and killing them in midair and i remember i took <laughs> it to this supermarket where i worked at after i was done and you know uh swatted swatted people and it was real fun and until my friend uh neglected to realize that his copper bracelet would conduct the shit out of that electricity Whoa. and uh give him a much much worse shock so i bet we could get one of those wow, wow, wow. Long, long story short yeah cool. I would be, I'm, I'm all about that uh-huh yeah. or what about the tell me i mean this is brainstorming uh yes. what if we take turns just hitting one another with a, like a bat i love that <laughs> yeah. She said, I, "I love that." Just less, stay away from the face. The rule is, stay away from the I, face and the head. I am less into the, the bad time. idea. Right? Oh, fair enough. General rule. Oh, I'm sorry, bot. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. Like, put it into a game, maybe like a uh, some kind of trivia game where you you get it wrong and you get electric shocks. Right, hmm. right, right. Um, wow. I actually, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Talking on the shock thing, uh, my friend had this watch uh, that would dole out a shock a buzz if you will mm-hmm. and um for i guess to for self-obedience i, I don't know what the i don't know what the <laughs> kids are into these days but she had this watch and i'll if i'm being honest one time because i'm you know me i'm courageous brave i want to like show my feats of strength Hell and yeah. uh things of that nature so Great what i did one poster. time mm-hmm. one time i i i actually fashioned the watch around um well yeah let's be honest michelle <laughs> Oh my God! Th- I'll give wow. you one guess. Where do you think I? Where do you think I slurped that baby around? What do you think I did? What do you uh, think I? What do you think happened next? Your bangers and mash probably is where you applied the watch. Am I guessing? Yeah. I don't know which is which, but I think just just half of the banger sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Put it around Kate Hudson's mom. Oh Let's my God, Matt! Why did you do that? <laughs> I'm the fucking oh. Okay, oh, okay, oh, okay. Why am I asking? Oh, Why am I asking? Oh, you haven't Jesus. heard? I'm I'm a little bit punk rock. Oh yeah, <laughs> right on, right on. Matt. I'm actually I'm a little bit punk rock. Yeah, I guess to be cool, I don't know. I want to fit in. You know, it's like it's a whatever the growing pains for like a mm-hmm. a yeah. teen trying to trying to fit in at uh in, in school. But anyway, so I zipped it and it was. I, I don't know. I get it. I, I get it. Like I, when people are like, Hey, harm me for, but, but in a good way, electric shocks are weirdly addictive. I find yeah, I, like, like in the, oh the preceding story, when we were just like having a fun time electrocuting each other, it gets to the point where you're like, do me again. Like, cause it's, I don't right. know that it's, it's addictive. Cause it's uh both like you're demonstrating a feat of like I can, I can take a little more and it's fun to, it's fun to electrocute your buddy. It's fun to watch your buddy get electrocuted. And it's fun to see the joy on somebody else's face when you're electrocuted and then you make it through 
and uh you know that's that's what's yeah, up you I'm, get to be yeah you get to i mean yeah you get to laugh at yourself you get to laugh at your friend you get to be tough and courageous and it's it's like yeah you get to be just the quintessential boy experience yep yep i'm hurting he's hurting the uh, the other pe- version of this involved is i remember <laughs> we used to just shoot each other with uh air pellet guns oh, you know yeah. if, you're, if you're ever an air pellet gun it shoots a little plastic uh pellet and uh it, i mean it stings but it not not too bad so it's another it's another version of the same thing i just said it doesn't break you ever, your skin or nothing nah you ever played this game growing up um where you just give each where you just you yell dead arm and then you punch uh you punch whoever's next to you as hard as you can in the arm and that can that game can last uh, a full afternoon it's just punching wow. it's just it's not taking turns punching but the only rule is you have to say dead arm and then yeah yeah you the idea is you punch their arm so hard that it might as well be dead. Oh. Whoa. That's how harmed it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Easy. Well. <laughs> well, that's that's a topic covered <laughs> for sure. All right, guys. I have a couple other things that I wanted to bring up too. Hopefully, I'm gonna get them. I just want to mention real quick. I had a really bad Larry David moment at an online Mike Tuesday night hosted by the Ange Buxton, mm-hmm. who I oh. love. Um, and guess who it involved? Our who? buddy Sean Calhoun. Oh, it always seems me. like we've got this Seinfeld Banya energy. I can't old, explain it. Old rice cakes Calhoun himself. That's right. <laughs> ah, thank you for my rice cake. Thank, thank you. you for my thank rice you. Cakes. I'm Sean Come Calhoun. over to my house. Bring my rice cake. <laughs> Want to watch me sing? Come on, friends. Come over and watch me sing and parade <laughs> around my Miranda. <laughs> so we were, he was in the, and we get along famously. He's very kind, very polite. And I, I like to think that I'm the, of the same nature. I like to think mm-hmm. that I'm a nice person. But I, this brings up something that I realized about myself is I am a jerk on accident sometimes. Like I'm a jerk. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a jerk. I could be a jerk. And I, I'll try to, but I, I, it, I say something and it's like, you're a jerk for saying that. I don't know if you guys have moments like that, but what happened here was I was listening to his standup. Right. And there was a part of a story that I was listening to that wasn't supposed to be funny, but I started giggling and then I corrected myself because I didn't want to be inappropriate. And I said, I whispered to myself, I said, stop laughing, that wasn't funny. And wouldn't you know, Zoom picks up whispers. So who calls me out but Shonathan Calhoun and this is how he does it. And I'm gonna just do an impersonation of Sean oh, Calhoun man. here. Oh boy. He's sitting like this and he goes, who the hell just whispered that wasn't funny? And me, I'm an honest girl. I'm an honest gal. Like I can't, right. you can't bullshit a bullshitter. And I was, I said, uh, I, I said it to myself though, which is even worse. And every, and a couple of people were like, oh. And then I was like, huh. And then I was like, how do I rectify this? How do I like, I, like, cause it's a total Larry David situation. I want to be like, no, no, but wait, this is what really happened. And blah 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 blah. But that much expending that much energy, energy. So I ended up sending him a message saying, great set, Sean. And I know that he read it because I could oh, watch him on the Zoom. He, I saw him look because he leaned in close with his little mouse. And then he did this. And then he does, was like. Does he have a little mouth? He's got a tiny little mouth. <laughs> did you say mouth or mouse? Mouth. 
I think he's got a little mouth. Did you say with his little mouth? I think that's, I said little mouse. Said? No, I think mouse with like his little computer mouse. I was trying to be illustrative with the hands, but yeah, he's got that that permanent like pucker mouth, just like very nice guy. But I feel like the karaoke and the open mics that I've come to enjoy and love in his backyard are now history for me. If they were ever going to happen again, mm, so yeah, I'm off that guest list. So I'm gonna just buy him a really expensive engagement gift or something because he just got engaged. So. There Money talks sometimes. What are, you, what are you gonna get him? Uh, Ar- artisanal really rice cakes. Yes, I should get him. Yeah, like a rice cake of the month club subscription or something. I so it, artisanal. I recently had uh, an everything bagel flavored rice cake, and it was <gasps> delicious. Not bad, Ooh, my texture. friend. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yep. sounds hearty. Very textury. The last thing I wanted to mention, and then I'm going to stop talking about my week, and I'll open the floor up for Mr. Matthew Woodland here. It's okay. Uh, It's okay. I am actually uh, signed up to do a 12-hour knit-a-thon on April 11th. Oh, bother. I I will be knitting for 12 hours on Zoom, and I am raising money for Feeding America, No Kid Hungry, um, World Center Kitchen. Wait, World. I'm such an idiot. If you World can't Central remember the Kitchen. name of it, they don't get any money. So ah, get shit. it right. But they're all great causes. Meals on Wheels, too, is the other one. And I have a friend mm-hmm. who cooks for Meals on Wheels here. So I'm I'm excited because I feel like it's tough asking for donations. That's the part that I don't like about it. But the way I try to look at it is I'm just basically saying, hey, guys, this is something I'm supporting. And if you feel like it's worthy of supporting, too, this is how you can support it. So I just kind of am offering a gateway for support. Do you get, do you get breaks or do you have to knit for 12 hours in a row because i i definitely would tune in to to watch that especially after the first couple hours where you're like (sighs) i'm hoping people i'm actually i'm hoping people will check in because my idea is to have my project done by the end of the Mm knit-a-thon so that way i'll have a finished product project for everybody to see but yeah they give us breaks occasionally because they let us have snacks and then they have like certain events for the knitters and everything too so I'd like well, to watch where you do like a, like an espresso every hour or something or yeah so, something the that power, would would power uh, hour. yeah make the difficulty of the endurance challenge aspect of it like a little more either coffee or you know maybe you're uh, maybe you're drinking wine coolers or something. So here's a little secret. Here's a little secret, and I think okay. that this is I think this whole idea of this being a knitathon and like making it like oh it's twelve hours so rigorous, a knitter relishes 12 hours on a Sunday getting up at seven in the morning with coffee and just knitting all day I've done that before lifetime movie network you watch a marathon on a Sunday you get up at seven have your coffee knit for 12 hours and by like seven or seven thirty you're like shit I guess I should eat supper and then you've got 12 like I finished projects in like a whole day it's not so don't threaten me with a good time is all what I'm you're saying. what you're saying is it's not going to be no thing Boom, Ryan Arnold. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Oh, right. I should have known. I should have known it wasn't going to be no thing. Now, is there, any, no thing. is there any truth to the claim that a stitch in time saves nine? <laughs> is that... What, do you stitch when you knit? Yes, you do. Okay, so that's te- those are technically infinity stitches for knitting. Huh. Well... I'm oh, golly, Matt. I'm gonna say yes just because I'm feel like I'm in a box because I don't know how to answer this question. 
Do you ever, okay, do you ever sit out to knit and then like you space out, look out the window, a blue jay comes by and you look down and you accidentally crocheted for a while? <laughs> now, I don't know if this is no, a naive question. I'm no, a, it's I'm a great question. I'm a boy who played played hit my friends growing up. So I don't know, this, <laughs> right I don't now, know about this knitting thing. I'm trying to think of like a good uh, novelty t-shirt slash bumper sticker for like a crochet uh, you know, be like, like crochet, crochet dads love hookers. I love it. Ryan, I've, <laughs> I've had one for knitters, like kicking around in my head. For who? Because, for knitters. So listen, Whoa! listen. Oh, Whoa! I'm a knitter. Whoa! Whoa! What is this, a Spike Lee joint? Easy there, Michael Richards. That's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What is this, a, a, a Quentin Tarantino cameo? <laughs> you guys are hilarious. So, the N-word is not my favorite part of that Michael Richards video either. It's after no. he says the N-word where he says, back in the old days, we would have hung him upside down and stuck a fork in his ass. Oh, which, no. which <laughs> makes little to no sense, even without yeah. the context of his recent uh, racial tirade. Anyway, I was just... <laughs> Well, for knitters, okay, so when you buy yarn, it comes into, the, the, you can see they come, when you buy yarn, it comes in balls, it comes in these long, like, oval things, so mm -hmm. they have names for the different styles, and my favorite are Hanks, it's the long things that are twisted, so my bumper sticker would say, knitters do it with a Hank. <laughs> okay. Okay, and that's my taco, guys. Matthew, please taco about your week. Oh wow, that was a good. That was a good taco. A lot of that was a lot of um, a lot of action. A lot of um, a lot of a lot of ho uh, ho hobby hobby enthusiasm. Drama. That's all the kind of stuff we see. Some drama. Yeah. Sure. Some is it a spurred conversation? I mean, for me, I just kind of wanted to get into this. Um, this, I'm, I'm attempting to have a new lifestyle, and it's all something called the smoothie lifestyle. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's where every day what I do is I, I'm attempting to start my day with, uh, well, for lack of a better term, a smoothie. And uh, so this smoothie, personally, what I try to put in it is a one banana. I put in a few sporadic frozen berries. Mm -hmm. I put a couple scoops of hemp uh, protein powder, vegan, GF. Um, I put in some spirulina. Wow. I, I don't know what that one is. What's the spirulina? I don't really I, it's, serious health food stuff. I guess. I don't know. It's some powder and it's dark. It's like an emerald green. Does it come from mm -hmm. kale, maybe? Golly, kelp. I wouldn't be kelp. I mean, I wouldn't, kelp. Be, I wouldn't be surprised. Kelp, yeah, that the the like, yeah, something under the mm -hmm. something from under the ocean. It seems like it could come from the magical land under the sea. Kale is just uh, land kelp. There you go. Kale is just wrinkled spinach. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and then so yeah, so I, every morning I'm just mm -hmm. like, wow, I can't wait to get to my smoothie, and I'm there. I am. You should see me like Christmas morning running up the stairs to see. Uh, what's going on? Uh, what, who's this? Hello! <gasps> Who is hi, that? Hi, everybody. My name is Shelly. <laughs> I'm a shell. Wow. How can I help you? It's a good looking shell. That's a Thank really nice you. looking shell. 
I just got a Manny Penny <laughs> just the other day. Oh. <laughs> my my hmm. kelp smoothie. Oh. I am Shelly. Mafu, how are you? I live in Mafu's car. Shelly, come on, I'm trying to tell them about my smoothies. Well, Mafu, I could tell them about my smoothies. <laughs> Would you guys like to hear about my new smoothie lifestyle? I'm Shelly the Shell. Yes, Shelly. I'd love to, Shelly. Please. Wow, I tell you about my new uh, smoothie lifestyle. I'm a <laughs> shell. So, what I like to do for my smoothies is I like to put one banana in it. <laughs> then I like to put a few sporadic frozen berries in my <laughs> shell. I don't know what I like to do. I don't know what I mean. If I like to put a couple scoops of propane powder in it. Shelly, you were just copying my smoothie trademark. You can't try back a smoothie. I have a shell. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, take a why don't you take a long walk off a short pier? Pardon my French. Wow, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Anyways, I could tell that my smoothie tail is not welcome here, so I'm gonna no, make myself. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself. I'm gonna make like a tree and bark. Bye bye everybody. Shelly. Bye, bye, bye Shelly. I wanted bye. to hear more. I was Sorry definitely about, interested in hearing yeah, more. Sorry about that. A, a little Shelly. bit disappointed that we didn't get to spend uh time with Shelly long. I know. Oh nice one, Hello. Ryan. Shelly. Yep. Shelly back for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, no. let, me let me tell you, Duval, no. about my smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like to put a little bit of spirulina in it. And then what I like to do is put a little bit of anchovies in it because I'm from the ocean, after all. All right, Shelly, come on. I this is our time. We decided we decided we're not going to oh, have guests God. because of just this reason. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. <laughs> we don't want the guests stealing our talk about our weeks. Yeah, well, your week was really shaping up to be kind of lame because who wants to hear about a, a human boy trying to have his midlife crisis green smoothie every morning? It's like, <laughs> it's like police. What are you, a lame-o? I'm a shell, a shell having a smoothie. Now that's something rich. That's something new. That's something fresh. That's interesting. That's on TMZ, baby. All right. I've been Shelly. Bye, everybody. Bye, Shelly. Oh, you guys, oh, wow. I'm, I'm really sorry about. I'm sorry about that. I Shelly's been wanting to come on the pod, and I I told him like, hey, I'll run it by the gang, but I I don't know if it's really a a, a good fit, you know. But well, listen, the only problem that I see potentially is the right. uh, the sexual tension between me mm. and Shelly. Right. I, yeah, I don't I, I don't, I don't think it's professional. And I just I want to keep my my personal life professional and vice versa. You understand? I can't <laughs> be I can't it's have honorable. I can't have, uh, <laughs> you know, eligible young uh, shells just all all around you know it, it just it, mm -hmm. it's an unsafe work environment uh two two high high
highfalutin. Here's to you for realizing it, Ryan. Big ups. Yeah, so. and and I know you. I know you're a, a female, Michelle. But take it from a couple studs like Ryan and I. Uh -huh. You got to be careful around uh, barnacles. I've already said too much. <laughs> You've already said too much. They, but I agree with you. I agree with you. You got if you're a boy like Ryan and I, you really got to be careful of barnacles. That's what they should call fellas that hang out in bars instead of bar flies. Why don't they call them barnacles? Barnacles. I know. <laughs> barnacles gross. Barnacles are just disgusting. Is that too much? Is it too far to say? But it, it's not too far because it's the stuff under a boat and it is gross. Yeah. Why did I feel like I was being offensive by saying barnacles are gross? As long just as the there's no barnacles it. listening, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck well, barnacles. Fuck you, barnacles. What was insulting is when you said barnacles are gross, you all, you held up a picture of Sean Calhoun and pointed at it <laughs> and, winked, <laughs> and winked. You know me. I'm the baddest bitch. You know me. Calhoun. Calhoun <laughs> is a perfect name for like, like when Calhoun, like Calhoun, when he's, um, like he's got the essence of an old man. But he's yes. gonna really be a quintessential old man, and then, yes. but it, well, no. But I was thinking like it, he, his name would be a perfect name for an old man to yell mm -hmm. to some kid who's like on his lawn. But then I realized mm -hmm. his name is Calhoun. But maybe that's a thing that uh, the elderly will uh, adopt is just yelling their own name and wagging their own fist at the kids. Calhoun. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's like just that. a little a little food for thought. I, like I wouldn't I, I don't think if he was like the president of a multinational corporation, I he wouldn't be very likable. But then my second thought was that <laughs> that's probably true of pretty much anyone. So correct. Right. Correct. I don't know very why correct. I just pictured that and be like, all right, he'll see you now. And then the like doors to a corporate penthouse open and inside is Sean Calhoun. And he's like sitting like lying across his desk like a. A late like a singer and a noir would across oh. the piano like sort of right. seductively and he's like maybe doing a sudoku or something just because he's he's got so much authority mm -hmm. that i've totally imbued a, a, a real person that we know with a character that has nothing to do with him in the least which but he does probably he deserves it he, he and he would it. have one of those putt machines where you golf the the ball in oh, and then it right. spits it back uh, at you like in Scrooged. Mm -hmm. And not to, not to throw shade, but I'm positive <laughs> he has one of those Matt Lauer buttons, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Matt. Nice. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. That's okay. Who are you? We got Ryan. Ryan, dear boy. Dear boy. <laughs> is, it time, is it time for me to, to taco about my week? Ryan, dear boy. We're hanging, we're on the edge of our seats. Okay, ready to talk about my week. Well, the end of our long national nightmare is over. You guys, I <gasps> am back in therapy. Yeah! <laughs> it, it took me like this entire pandemic just to get anybody to call me back. That's not exactly true, but half, <laughs> the, the, half the therapist that I called called me back to tell me that they didn't have any any availability <laughs> and uh but they would always recommend somebody else and then after leapfrogging this like four or five times uh because a, a doctor always wants to know that you already know a doctor it's like uh mm -hmm. like a secret like a cult you know where you got to say like mickey sent me 
or, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> because uh, you got to know the secret knock. So I, I guess what I'm saying is I am uh, within a a cat's whisker of complete mental health. At this yeah, point. you seem pretty yeah. mentally you seem pretty mentally sound to me actually. Yeah, yeah. that's all more all the time I think. Very uh, centered, Ryan. Very centered. Well, I was thinking, I was like, where did, where's Ryan's God-sized hole? It seems to be missing. (laughs) What a compliment. Like you're, yeah, yeah, Matt recognizes your healing. Well, what's hard is I worry about uh, that thing where if therapy is just going to make me a better narcissist like it did to Tony Soprano. I don't know if you are are, are familiar but I worry that it's just giving me the ability to become a criminal mastermind and uh, uh, kill big pussy. You know what? Whatever it is, Ryan, your, your mind is aligning to the point it was meant to be. So whatever it produces is the way the universe intended. That's the way you look at it. If you're a complete, like if you're going through every day now, like not a care in the world, just like, Hey, this is it. And it just feels right. You might be a, I mean, you might be trained for a criminal mind, but that's just the way that you. Well, I, I, not unlike uh, with with Matthew's smoothie anecdote, I feel like hey in in some way or another, we're all as we get older, we're trying to find like little gimmicky things to to improve upon as we vault closer to death. <laughs> you know, trying to trying to get mentally healthy, trying to like move around and you know i'm i'm on the smoothie train i feel you um chugga chugga and that's that's just that's just what we're doing trying to trying to really you know stretch do our stretches you guys do stretches oh yeah all the time uh yeah i do i mean i can't i do but they're not they're not great and they're not like i i i do this okay I do this thing where I put my body to one side, then I put it to the other side and then back and forth. Uh-huh. And then I do this thing where I bend like the, the, I bend, I do like a back bend a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any of these things are I, like, honestly, like, I don't know where I got the idea to do these things. It was either like taught to me years ago or I watched a YouTube video, but there's this weird routine I do that. Hmm. And it's with like a one dumbbell and I do all these weird things and it kind of hurts. And I don't know if it's helpful or actually the uh, antithesis of helpful, unhelpful, Mm -hmm. but it's just, I feel, but what the reward for me is there's something I'm doing every day. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what it actually does, but the placebo of like, well, I have a smoothie and I wiggle my body uh, in a (laughs) way that I hurt afterwards. That's progress, baby. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. I have the problem of like, I'll stretch because my body hurts. And then when Mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt anymore because I've been stretching enough, I'll stop and will not resume until uh, it starts to hurt again from old age. And I bet if I would just do it consistently that it wouldn't keep happening. But you know, who who am I to say? I'm no doctor, right? Is yoga a form sure of stretching? Because I just do yeah. yoga. I do yeah. yoga like like three or four times a week, and I just like that's stretching. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's stretching. That's like a martial art body. stretching. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but then. even in my chair too, like I, the, my favorite. I don't know what your favorite stretches are, but I love the stretches where you're just like your arms are out wide and you're putting your shoulders back and like it feels like you're opening up your chest and breathing better. 
Those kinds of stress. I love those kinds of stretches. I like Yo, ones that have cute names that have animals involved. My <laughs> oh yeah. I like yeah. I like to do the one called bird dog. Bird dog. <laughs> yeah. Cat cow. Or, or yeah. cat I cow. Cat I was cow. gonna. I like cat cow, but I find bird dog to be more helpful for lower back pain. <laughs> yeah. I, I call this the presenting fox. Ooh, I like that. I don't know if that's a real one, but I like it. Rooster play. Matt's yeah. probably like a master yoga guy, and he's probably just like sitting back listening to us. I'm just gonna. I know everything. That, yeah, I know everything. Little that. references. Well, I yoga is a pretty like yoga is a cool one of my favorite martial arts, but it's not good. It's not great for self defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm no. glad. <laughs> I'm glad to see that you got that. Um, you got that pepper spray because if you just strike a yoga pose, that actually could, uh, uh unimprove your situation. I feel I've, if there's a perpetrator. I understood. Mm-hmm. understood and you're 100 correct yeah. maybe a advice. fun pepper spray game would be we're in an enclosed space and the pepper spray goes off and whoever the last person is to run out of it like oh, whoever wow. can stay in the pepper spray the longest uh wins oh my gosh oh I my see, god i see fast forwarding to a point where we have to have like a yep. on on call like medical personnel just to do this podcast Dude, I say fuck the podcast. Let's get with the script, dude. Saw nine. Is there anyone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we Holy cow. I was trying to. I was, the problem with with using hyperbole with uh, the sequel of a Saw movie is the their number is always bigger than whatever number I pick mm-hmm. for the hyperbole. Yeah, I think there's at least nine, but there's probably yeah. I literally probably oh, wow. it's probably the next one in line. It's when a movie series that you're a fan of, you have to be like, all right, there's like, why would I keep? Uh, it, they just get worse and worse after a certain point. And like Rocky, I love Rocky, but I stopped after four. I stopped yeah. after four. Four is the only one I've ever seen. No way, Jose. <laughs> the only one that I know. Holy cow, Ryan. That's silly. Man, man alive. That's an interesting factoid. Yeah. I've actually seen Rocky one. Uh-huh. They didn't, they didn't call it Rocky one. No. Right. Just Rocky. Yeah. For some reason, I just waited for you to say something else because I'm like, there's got to be something else that he's going. He's going somewhere with this. No, nah, it was a good. It was. I mean, just a little. That's just where I'm at. I'm just <laughs> just telling you what's new. I've seen Rocky. <laughs> I've seen Rocky one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Well, now there's a lot more, right? Because they made. Uh, oh, yeah. They made like a old Rocky, and then mm-hmm. there's two Apollo mm-hmm. Creed movies where. Yeah. Who plays Apollo Creed? Is it? Uh... Michael Jordan. Oh, that's not who I thought it was. I thought it was I Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Do they look a little I... bit alike? No. Michael well, Jordan is... in like okay. in, a, in a nice, in an incredibly racist term. I mean, there's some similarities. We'll leave it at that. I feel like they have I something. There's, only... They have something in common. <laughs> like, let's put it this way. Cuba Gooding Jr. could have been in it. Um I've already said too much. I'm, wonder, oh I, I, I'm wondering which one of them I don't really know what they look like. I think it. What What else has uh, Michael B. Jordan been in? I haven't been watching movies. Is he a Star know. Wars? Is he the wire? Is he the is wire he in guy? Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't, oh no, that's Lando. Oh, you're thinking of. Uh, oh, all right. Carl well, Weathers. I gotta no. Know. <laughs> I gotta know. I gotta you're thinking know. of. Oh, you're thinking of uh, the childish Gambino. Nope, I because oh. I knew I knew he's Lando Calrissian in the movie that's just about Lando Calrissian. But isn't Michael B. Jordan in one of right. the new 
I missed the last four Star Warses, so I'm sorry. Oh, is it, is I'm, I'm one, looking it up. One of I the new Star be, Warses. I think you're I think, thinking of Lewin Davis. Okay, so he was in a movie called Old Guard, casting calls. Oh wait, no, no, that's not. Those aren't movies. That's something else. Huh. Don't look up Michael Jordan, the basketball player, Michelle. This is a right, different right, Michael right, Jordan. Right, right, right. Good advice. Good advice. No, I'm, I'm on Michael B. Jordan. Uh, why is this golly i am such you know what this is so embarrassing this is me getting caught being a boomer on my own podcast is that a blackberry uh, black panthers yeah right uh he was in black panthers yeah. he was in She's Fruitvale using... station fantastic four things like say that. what you will about michelle she really knows how to use that stylist I love analog. All right, hey, you know what? I can't pico the way I was made with ineptitude towards technology, but we can and have picoed our topic. Yes. Oh, nicely done. Great. Oh. Hold it out. Fuck we'll never, transition. You. We'll never know who was in those last Star Wars. We'll never know. You know what? I'm gonna we'll guess. It could have been maybe you're thinking of Carrie Fisher. I don't. I don't know. Maybe you're thinking of. Are you thinking of Mayhu? <laughs> I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> are you thinking of wait, wait? Who else could you be thinking of? Ah, are you thinking of Darth Maul? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so our Pico this week. Uh, this is. The very first movie each of the stayouts remember seeing. So when there were little, wee little babies, what is the very first movie we recall seeing? Who wants to uh, who wants to grab this one, fellas? Okay. Anybody want, do you want me to go? Or is, what's going to happen? Michelle, I've got two answers. Oh, I can't wait to hear them, Matt. I can't. Would you like to hear them right? Would you like to hear them right here, right now? Yes, okay. what's the other option? Wait, what well, was the other option? What was my other option if I didn't want to? Uh, here, you could either hear me right here, right now. You could hear me after one person, or you could hear me after two people. I'll it's take it. <laughs> Robert's Rules of Orders. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go with my first option then. What's that? I'll, I'll take Remind? your information now. I want to hear it now. <laughs> All right, jot down this information. So I was thinking for my first movie, I, I'm not sure if I have a specific definitive answer, but I have something, I have some answers that are really close. And my first answer is for first movie I've seen, period. I believe, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure I saw Paper Moon when I was very little. <laughs> Okay. And I don't, I'm not 100% sure if that's, but I, because I vaguely, like, it, it, like, I have the memory of the um, encyclopedia sailing and then what's his face, uh, Tatum goes over there, Channing Tatum, not starts, Channing. So, starts doing a sexy dance in front of uh, the uh, Dallas Buyer Club guy. Um no, but anyway, I just have, I have like, like, but I have like memory, like I have like very early childhood memories. Like I have this memory of holding crayons walking down my driveway. And then mm -hmm. I have a, I believe is a childhood memory of the encyclopedia scenes in Paper Moon. So I think that's one of the first movies I ever saw. Hmm. Um, but I'm 
positive the first movie I ever saw in theaters was one of the Adams families. Probably wow. the first one. Yeah, it was whatever, like, whatever the one that came out in 1990 is. That's pretty interesting. Pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Me, baby. Who's next? Who's next? Ryan, do you want to take the floor? Michelle. Yes, sir. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Michelle, make like a tree and branch. I'm not sure what the first movie that I ever saw w- would have been. It might have been Ghostbusters might be the first movie oh, that I ever yeah. saw. Oh, that's cool. Anywhere. But the first movie that I can remember seeing in the theater was the uh, Steven Spielberg movie Hook. Oh, uh, wow, wow, wow. Rob, Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman and Bob Hoskins. That's a great movie that I have revisited recently. I got to say it holds up, holds up pretty well. Really, I, I was curious if that if that guy held up because that's that was a one yeah. that was what definitely held uh, it held as one of my favorite when I was a child one of my favorite movies. If anything, it uh, what's like the opposite of holding up? Not that it gets worse, but it's it's almost better because there's a lot of stuff in Hook that is really adult oriented that went over my head as a kid because the sort of the moral of the story is that he uh robin williams plays peter pan and he's the living embodiment of like staying childlike and not growing up and then he grows up and he becomes a lawyer and there's a lot of anti-lawyer jokes in the movie and then he realizes that that was bullshit and that he should have just held on to his childlike wonder all along and that all of his uh money and possessions have really been more of a prison that have not Mm. only turned his heart black but have uh built a barrier between him and his family because he's uh he's become like this money-driven career guy so as an adult that message rings true a lot more than it did when i was a little kid and i could not really fathom any of those things Mm. that makes yeah I would be yeah, I'd be curious going back. I remember you know. my biggest example of like really not like loving a movie as a kid, but truly not getting it until I saw it as an adult. I used to watch my cousin Vinny as oh, a kid wow. all the time. And it's amazing <laughs> how much I didn't get. Like I had no I would totally over my head like the uh the the innuendos about like when Joe Pesci goes and he's like, he's like, Hey, you're getting fucked one way or the other. I didn't know that. <laughs> meant, I didn't know that the F word meant sex. I thought it was just like, like, a, like, a, this is a bad word, but it has no ulterior meanings. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it as an adult, I was like, I was just like, why did I even like this as a kid? And then why was I allowed to watch this as a kid? I don't know. Did you have a, a video cassette or did you see it on TV? Matthew had, uh, my dad had this cool trick. What he would do is dub all the library's videotapes. <laughs> wow. And then this is the worst. This is <laughs> the coolest part about it is it wasn't just a thing. He would do that just regularly. But then also that would also be his Christmas slash birthday presents. <laughs> but it was commonplace every time we took a movie out of the library it would get taped but also that is also going to be the special thing we do for my birthday and christmas 
and I felt I fucking fell for it. Oh my god, they fucking pulled the wool over my eyes. I thought I was the luckiest boy in the world. Did you, it turns out I had parents who were chitzlers. <laughs> did, you, did you find that they uh, that the videotapes would sometimes like the picture would be weird? Because when I was little, my grandfather oh, yeah. taught me how to uh, hook up two VCRs to dub copies of uh, videos from the video store. Yep. And I would notice that there would always be like a weird a warping of the picture. Like every, I don't know, every like 10 minutes or whatever, the picture would just like get get weird. And I just that was the price you paid for quality entertainment that's yeah i was no stranger to futzing around with the old tracking Mm -hmm. to no avail because it was always it was always never it was always the step you had to take but for if you're anything like me it never did anything it was it was on the lines of like a blowing on the cartridge on super Mm. nintendo it never it never helped but i always did it that is so did you have one of those tape cleaners like it was a a it was shaped like a cassette tape and you put it in a VCR and it was supposed to clean the heads. And to this day, having worked in the audio visual field for a while now, I don't even know if VCRs have heads. I think it's a secret secret plot just to get people to like spend more money at the video store. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. The tape cleaner was all right, but it was, it was slow in the middle, but finished strong. Good ending. (laughs) pretty good michelle what do you got <laughs> pretty here's good. what i get ryan all right <laughs> i feel like anytime i bring something to the table it's got a little kiss of misery to it as ryan would say a chef's kiss only this time of misery <laughs> oh. so the first movie i recall seeing in the theater was et um and it was right after my parents got divorced i was five years old i would cry myself to sleep every night because my dad was my best friend and he's no longer in the house so I had Mm. the loneliness and I felt awful and like the thing about E.T. and Elliot is E.T. is just like special like very clearly special because of he's from another planet he's an alien it's like and like my dad was kind of like one of those special people to me too because he was very unique and not like anybody else that I know he was so much fun uh and he he got me into Pat Benatar like my dad's the coolest. He and I have a good bond. Anyways, so he decides to take me to go see E.T. just for a little father-daughter bonding time. Well, what happens is Michelle ends up shifting her separation anxieties now from her dad to this now fictional alien that's on screen. Oh, nice. I became attached so quick. So the scene where he was dying, I was inconsolable. At the end, when he phoned home, done, done, done. He phoned home. My dad had a kid screaming on his hands and he drove around Brockton at like, it had to be like 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, drove around the city of Brockton looking for any kind of ET memorabilia just to shut me up. I got a uh, whole box of those tops baseball cards that were ET, a whole nice. box of them. Nice. So like, I was kind of like, okay. Then Christmas, all ET stuff. I got like an ET boxing, uh, like an ET punching bag. You didn't have ET the video stuff. game, did you? I didn't. Huh? No, I didn't though. But I did play it oh, eventually. Right. It was so cool. And ET cereal. Have do you guys remember ET breakfast cereal? No. It was chocolate and peanut butter. It was amazing. Sounds good. Was that was <laughs> ET the video game that was? really really bad and there's a documentary about it and then, yeah like, they and then they buried oh, yeah. a bunch of copies yeah, yeah they took a bunch of it and buried it out in the buried desert it. in new mexico <laughs> in like mm-hmm. a, that's right, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, right. that's right oh, that's so funny but that's it nanu nanu that's my story 
Nice. Yeah. Tea, that's fucking chill, bro. I wish I could. I wish it was the olden days, you know. I know. Ever the more it becomes, the the closer we we get to the new the newen days, the more I long for the olden days. Am I right, olds? I completely <laughs> agree with you, Matt. I completely agree with you. Like old music, I've been going through listening to all my old music. You know what I'm doing is like after our last like top three like the most depressing songs, and we brought up the Cure and the Smiths. I've always liked the Cure, so but I don't have any Cure records in my collection, and I'm like, why don't I have any Cure in my collection? So I went to a record store and I asked the guy like, do you have any Cure? Use Cure? He's like, well, it's been selling out. It's been selling out. He's like, I think it's because of the pandemic. People just want it for like, you know, for keepsake. I'm like. First of all, I want to say this. I want to use my podcast voice to say this. If there are people out there buying old Cure vinyl, just because it's funny to say, oh, I've got the Cure during a pandemic. Don't bother. Leave it there for people who want to listen to the records. Oh, the, you think that, so you you think they're buying it merely for a cool, uh, uh, interesting joke they could say? That's like, what the I guy was cure. indicating. Oh. I have the That's Cure. What he was Maybe he was just fucking with you. I have the Cure. Oh, well, he's, he was fucking with the wrong person because uh, I, take it, I took it very seriously and I, it stuck with me. And I'm like, I'm going to mention it on the podcast now. I, yeah, I used, I used to do that joke during, well, at the time when The Cure was popular, I, I, used to, I was actually able to do it about the AIDS epidemic. People laughed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Ryan, I'm pretty much Ryan, Diet Ryan tonight. That's, oh. pretty, that's pretty clever. Diet Ryan. Ryan uh oh, guess what I'm in the mood for, guys. I'm gonna Talked. have to be Diet Ryan Talked. myself if I keep eating sauerkraut and sausages and potatoes for every meal. It goes right through you, doesn't it? Does it go right through you? Don't mind me asking. We're friends. Overshare, overshare, We're friends. Overshare. I just meant like the fat content, not particularly. Uh, although uh, you know, I uh, I feel like it, it's not. I was really trying to not eat bread or cheese. And then I took like a weird left mm. turn where I decided to eat like a 19th century European, like middle-class villager that just, <gasps> you know. Yeah. I don't know if the if, if the caste system allowed for a middle-class, probably not. I don't, my, <laughs> Europe, right? <laughs> <laughs> How did European villagers get fat? I feel like that's what my diet is right now. However, like if I had like a, a, a mm -hmm. mud hut and a wife also made out of mud and hay. And, <laughs> mm. That's pretty funny. If I'm a real boy and my wife is made out of mud, then how did our how is our daughter made out of hay? She's been Whoa. she's been fucking the haystack behind my back. <laughs> That's right. With, she's withdrawn. Trifling. Toe rifling. Well listen, listen. Things are gonna heat up a little bit right now. Things are going to, listeners, things are going to heat up right now. Each of the stayouts now, they are in their appropriate lanes, and they're now ready for trivia. Okay. Oh, this whole time I knew you were gearing up for it, and I was Here. just, I was looking, looking at the Zoom call and just thinking to myself, doy. <laughs> I give not taking this time to be prepared. Okay, got That's it. okay, Matthew. That's okay. So listeners. This just in, I'm prepared. Yay. Yay, Matt. Okay, listeners, play along with us. These games get hot and the questions are great. And I know that you'll know the answers. Play along. And Play let's along. see if you can beat one of the stayouts. Let's see if beat you can beat up. the scores. All right. Beat feet. Beat feet. Beat street. <laughs> Who is going to get? <laughs> hey. 
Like the beginning of Main Street, you could be my baby. All right. So who is going to do you, you know, do you guys who wants to go first? Is anybody that's really hot to go first? Because I can go first or, you know, I'm just ready oh, to tear this up. I actually have a nomination for who should go first. Who should go first? I think Michelle should read first. Number one. All right. <laughs> I will read first then, Matthew. Number one with the bullet. It's just too old. It's just too old at this point. Okay, here we go. Trivia for comedy cartoon. What Hollywood blockbuster director has a bit role as a city clerk in the Blues Brothers? Ryan. Mm, Actually, it might have... I was thinking of a different guy who makes a cameo earlier in the movie. (laughs) Withdrawn. Oh, all right. Matthew, do you want to take it? No, thanks. Wow. Okay, well, this was Steven Spielberg. Ah. Phone home. So that's right. In the the opening uh, of the Blues Brothers, the clerk at the jail is played by Frank Oz, who directed uh, Little House of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. But so that's what I thought it was. I didn't remember the thing about Steven Spielberg, who has played a uh, haunting prominence in this episode so far. Yes, oh, he truly has. All three of our movies were Steven Spielberg. Let's go down the list. Hook, E.T., mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Paper Moon, all Spielberg classics. That's crazy. That's don't what a quinky dink. Don't look, don't even fact check that. Take my word for it. <laughs> this is how the listeners, the stands League of their own, on... Spielberg. Yeah. Sp- we're all about, we're vibing, all of us, all three of us. We're on the same wavelength tonight. This is crazy. I can't believe this. Yeah. I can't wait to see if I, I hope I can get a point tonight. You will. I believe you will. All right. Oh, I love, just because I love to say this word, I can't wait to ask this question. You guys are going to think I'm gross. No, my friend, you'll be surprised. Maybe. Action adventure. Action adventure. Ooh. The character Pussy Galore appears in what Bond movie? Goldfinger? From Russia with Love or Dr. No? Ding, 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 ding. Matthew. Uh, Goldfinger? You got it right. There's that yes. point you said you weren't going to get. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at minus one. Oh, you are. Wait. I don't think and, we do minus points, do we? Do we? Or do we? Or we used to, I'll, I think we used to give that up to uh, you have to be the victim of uh, Truth or Dare. Uh. <gasps> at one point we did that in that. Yeah. We, but then we stopped collecting. The problem is one with, we played this once and then we are like up to like scads of truth or dares. <laughs> yes, it like is have, true. So, so I don't know, maybe we should do, should we do a negative point system for ringing and doing the wrong thing or? You know what, I like the just, idea of consequence. I like the idea of consequence. So like okay, any more. kind of consequence is there gonna go. be fitting. It's not uh, that okay. I want the point taken legs. away, it's that I think it's fair. I think, how about this though? Starting now. Okay. Starting because Ryan now. Didn't know. He might he might have been a little bit more reserved if he knew of the dire I, of consequences. The, I, although I think he's that's fair. although, okay. Consequence enough fair. is the embarrassment of having not known that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. So I didn't should know. we have consequence? Should we have consequence? Because Ryan's a good. That's a good point. <clears throat> it's the lesson you learn by uh, thinking you're gonna get it right, but you don't. Well, the, sh- the shame will be will be consequence enough this time, but starting now, we'll do a negative point system. Beautiful. Okay. All right. I like it. I'm punished. Okay, Kalamazoo. 
We're great. <laughs> okay, man. Drama musical. Sometimes I really, you know, sometimes with these things, when you say these things, I'm like, what is the reference? That's exactly where my head goes. And then when I can't get it, it's like, just be like, <laughs> and then like, maybe like fade out a little bit, Michelle. And some mystery is good, Michelle. Okay. Drama <laughs> musical. What movie was Sean Penn's? Oh, crap. There's a glare on the card and I cannot see this. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's directorial though. What what movie was Sean Penn's directorial debut? The Pledge. Oh. Uh, I don't know something runner. It's the word I N I N something runner or the crossing guard. Oh, it's Indian runner. My apologies, Indian runner or the crossing guard. I'll repeat them if you need me to. This is. Oh, sorry guys. What, what, what was the what di di directorial okay. debut? Did yep, me? I'm gonna read it again. I'm gonna read it again. Okay. What movie was Sean Penn's directorial debut? The Pledge, Indian Runner, or The Crossing Guard? Gee, I do not know the answer. I, I don't know the answer. I think Indian Runner is that uh uh Anthony Hopkins movie. Maybe not. Maybe that's just called The Indian, where he's an Indian. What's your uh, gut telling you, Ryan? Is your gut telling you to go for it, Ryan? You're gonna go for it, man. Are you gonna go for it? Ryan? Reserved. I, for I, once I, in your, I don't are know you the take, answer. Are you gonna take a leap of faith for once in your once in your life? Matt and I aren't tr like pressuring you, pressuring you, but we're kind of pressuring you. Like, are you gonna do it? Well, the one movie I thought it go might be, it, I realize baby. now, is a different. Ah, oh, man, I'm really getting pressured. go for it, baby. Guess, Ryan. just guess. Go ahead and do it. I dare you. You know what I dare you to guess? Ryan. Bad boys. Guess bad boys. Guess. <laughs> if, if anything, it would be bad boys too. But I. Right. <laughs> No, but guess bad, but guess bad boys, but uh, the the Will Smith, Martin Lawrence bad boys. <laughs> guess that one. Is it is it the Indian Runner? It is Brian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got your point, buddy. Wow, yep. wow, wow, wow. On a Good side job. note, there is a movie called The Indian where Anthony Hopkins plays an Indian, who. <laughs> what? And I do not know uh, if the title refers to a Native American or a. Uh, a person from India, but spoiler alert, Anthony oh. Hopkins is neither. Correct. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I believe that he is trying to break, it's like based on the true story of a guy trying to break the land speed record and get up to like a hundred miles an hour in like a little like one man cart of some hmm. kind. But Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Man. Uh, interesting. Well, I'm glad you got that point, Ryan. That's good. See Thanks. you both. Oh, that was... All right. You know what, you two? Tense. You're going to hate me. You're going to hate me. This is the What's only up? time during the cast I'm going to inject Gossip Girl wisdom. All right. Okay. There's a quote that Wait. Chuck... What? Is, is is the wisdom that Chuck Bass is not a rapist and that he would be a great no. boyfriend to have? Yeah, we have heard it. We already talked about it. I accept him for who he is. Yeah, I don't need to say it again. Yep, I don't need to exactly, Matt, ad nauseum. We don't need it. That's not where I'm coming from. But instead... Tell me one more time, though. This is a quote that I want to share with you boys, that or men. I don't know what's weird for me to even say either of those things. So, you guys... find boys less threatening. Okay, boys. Then Flair says to Chuck, and she says this. The problem was... Everybody else believed in you, but you just didn't believe in yourself. Right. And how that applies, I believed in you both, but you just didn't believe in yourselves. 
So just remember that because while you don't believe in yourself, somebody else believes in you sometimes. Yeah. Thanks. Damn, that's so Thanks, fucking Michelle. true. That's yeah, it's money for the bank. And that's my only DG reference I'm making ever again on this podcast. I'm done. No I have things girl. to say about it. I just I don't have any you more do? things to say about Chuck Bass at all. Right, I'm done with that. Put it and I feel like put a pen in it. Like you now know? it's it's because do you ever have this where you uh now I since I've watched Gossip Girl, I've watched the first two seasons of that Netflix show You, where yeah. the main guy from Gossip Girl plays a much worse character. Oh, and yeah. so sometimes I'd be like, Oh, I don't remember which one is which, because they share some attributes. Yep. You know? Oh yeah. Lonely boy. That's Lonely Boy. And season three, by the way, is coming out soon. So keep your eye out for that. That's a great show, Ryan. I didn't finish the second yeah. one. I really liked the first <gasps> I really liked the first season. Yeah, the first season was awesome, but you love, you gotta, you definitely, that's right up your alley. Cause I feel like if you're like a horror guy, of course it's a horror show. Matt, I think you might even like this show too. You might even get a kick out of it. What are we talking about? You the, the, on the Netflix. Net, the Netflix show I saw you. I actually, if you want to know the truth, I've seen two, the first two episodes. And what did you think? Oh, well, I guess maybe we kind of know what you think if you just saw the first two, right? Oh, I think I, I think I, I think I sort of kind of liked it. Like, uh, <laughs> like Deep Blue Something said. I think we both sort of kind of liked it a little bit. Deep Blue Something. That's like a 90s band, right? I don't know if I have that. Or am I thinking the Rembrandts? What the fuck am I thinking? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Is that the Rembrandts? That is Deep Blue Something. Or is that the Rembrandts? No, it's the Rembrandts or I'll Be There For You. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, is like, did the Rembrandts have a second song? No, they do, actually. That's the way it is. That's just the way it is, baby. Whoa, and that's the way whoa. it is, right? Or is that like well, Curtis Blow? That's Curtis Blow. That's more never Curtis change. Or is that no, 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 no. That's Mellie no Mack. Bruce Hornsby. It, just that's look Tupac. It up. That's oh, Tupac Bruce the, Hornsby. No, that's, that's Tupac. okay. All right, no more referencing. Okay, done. 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 All right, guys. I'm gonna go lunch, lady, on you really quick. Guys, I'm hearing a lot of cross referencing, so. <laughs> shut, shut it down come on guys no cross no cross talk shut it down sorry lunch lady ryan robert's okay, rules last, of orders we have them for a reason that's right that's okay so the last one on my card is horror sci-fi all right <laughs> why are we taking so long to- I, could, <laughs> we I completely just, forgot i whoops. completely lost the thread that we were playing a trivia whoops. game that's i had okay. no we're, idea we're, we're, re- right, we're rolling it back in yeah right, rolling it back get, in all right i need some more yeah i need some fire more. okay go 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 ryan's making me anxious all right. Yeah, pump up the jam. Dang it. I was going to go Technotronic on you, Ryan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Nah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay. Horror sci-fi. What go. phrase does Jack type over and over again boop, in boop, the boop. Shining? Hey. Ryan. All work and no play make Jack a dull boy. Correct. Nice two. job, kiddo. We end this round. Matthew with one, Ryan with two, Michelle wow. with zero. But that's because bitch ain't in the game yet. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, man. I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'll damn, take it. Damn, I'll damn. take my punishment. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, married man, are you, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a fitting too. Hey, <laughs> that's just on brand. Ryan said something uh, uh, on point and funny. I vaguely referenced something that was inapplicable. 
<laughs> hey, do you guys want me to read this card now, Michelle? All right. All right. Spit take? Yes, Matthew, please. Okay, comedy slash cartoon. Thank Who you. is Nick Nolte's sidekick in 48 hours? Meow, 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 meow. I think that was Michelle. That is Eddie Murphy, please. Let me check the answers. Yes, the answer is Eddie Murphy, indeed. Okay, so this shall be action slash adventure. Three Kings, starring George Clooney, takes place in what war? Meow, 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 meow. Michelle? Desert Storm. Ooh, so, 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 sorry, sorry. Don't be sorry, sorry, sorry like sorry. that. Ugh. Ooh, so, so, so. <laughs> Why did she not like me? Why did she not like that? She hates it? Sorry. I don't know something about it. It's just kind of like an extra stab in the gut. It's like, sorry. Ooh, it's so, so, a little so, so, Canadian so, so. accent. I remember I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I started giving, saying sorry to people with that accent a try when I was, uh, I started getting real heavy into Tom Green. <laughs> that's right. That's also, what, the that's kids right. in the hall from. say it that way too. So, so, so okay. sorry, so sorry, okay. so sorry, yeah. sorry. Matt's sorry. referenced Tom Green before too, and Ryan, you already told us to have our references. So I don't know if Matt's shouting out references by saying it that way, if he's referencing Tom Green or not. But I mean, I think just, other, uh, it's just a Canadian uh, like an accent. Okay. Okay. All right. That's how we say things down here in East Hampton, Mass. I don't know what this Canada talk is, but. Sorry. I know it's a different accent whenever I go to East Hampton. I thought it was a Gulf War too. I was getting ready for that so. answer to be Ice Cube. <laughs> 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 it is not. Um, and it's definitely not Operation Iraqi Freedom. So, <laughs> I mean, they're in the is Middle East not? somewhere. What else are, I mean, I honestly, I don't know. So I, Let's put it this way. There's sand everywhere. No, sir. Hey, so, okay. Do you want to know the answer? There's, yeah. Want me to read the answer? Okay, here it is. We the are. answer is actually the Persian Gulf War. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know why I'm writing the, that down. Yep. The Persian Gulf Three War. Three kings. Okay. Persian right. Gulf kings. War, my guys. The Persian Gulf that. War. All right, guys. Now is the time that we really get to have some fun because we're into drama slash musical. Okay. Okay, okay boys. What musical stars? Catherine Zeta Jones and Renee Zellweger. Mama, Mama, Michelle. Sh -sh Chicago. Chirac, <laughs> yeah, baby. That's correcto. Nice. Good job. All Thank right, you, Deep Ryan. Dish. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love it. All right, goofballs. So this is the final one. It's called horror <laughs> slash sci fi. Who directed Terminator 2? Terminator <laughs> oh, Ryan? Old Jimmy Cameron. That's the guy. Okay, and after two cards read, Ryan is pulling off to a typical lead of three, leaving the Matthew and the Michelle at uno slash uno. I, I have been more afraid to make wrong answers, so, you know. I have to. Uh, I've Matthew? been very, yeah. I have two points. You do? She has I two got points. two right. You're yep. so right. You're absolutely right. I freaking, that's my apologies. I, I hope I didn't accidentally. I hope I didn't accidentally give Ryan one of your points. I don't think I did. Did I? Oh my god! Did you? I have no, at least I've, two. no, no. I was yeah. Ryan, I was actually keeping track of Ryan's That's, points no, too. No. So Ryan's okay. right. Thank you. <laughs> How many does Ryan have? Appreciate three. it. I'm not doing. You're it. right. Three. So yeah. three, two, one. Oh, three, two, one. Contact. I keep track of right. yeah. I keep track of everybody's points too. I'm nosy like that. <laughs> hey guys, in the category of comedy cartoon. Who mm -hmm. was behind the genre parodies, colon, Young Frankenstein? 
Blazing <laughs> Saddles. Michelle? Mel Brooks. That's right. That's right. Nice that's the Mel Brooks. Nice fucking I job, am a knitter. <laughs> Sorry. I won't do it again. Sorry. Oh, I, sh I should spend more time in between podcasts writing more knitter jokes for, <laughs> for Michelle. Ryan, oh, yeah. My. Okay, I'll pay you to do it. I'll pay your on, ass to do I'm it. I'm gonna be the writing staff. <laughs> In the category of action adventure, how Go many on. roles does Cheech Marin play in From Dusk Till Dawn? This is a multiple choice. It is two, three, or five. Meow, 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 meow. Michelle. Can I go with three? You could. But You'd be correct. Yeah! <laughs> no. Fake out. We'll fake out. That's pretty smart. That was smart to guess the three. That was the right answer. Yeah. A little I've average. Been... The I've, re I've been terrified to guess ever since we knew this negative thing. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit. It's it's hard. it's hard, man. I uh, yeah. In Listen the category guts, of guys. drama musical, who really directed Dead Poet Society? Is it Robin Williams? Peter Weir or Tom Schulman? Probably no. None of those are real people. You know that what? I'm thinking. Right. Meow, 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 meow. What? I'm going <laughs> to say. <laughs> I get a point to lose. I, I feel comfortable with this, but I'm going to say Robin Williams. No. Fuck. Is, uh, I don't know oh, if Robin Williams ever directed a movie. That's a good question. I don't think he's. Yeah. I think he I mean, the answer is flubber. Peter Weir. Peter Weir. Peter Weir. I don't even know who that is. I think it's the uh, keyboard player for the Grateful Dead. Yeah, Bob nice. Weir. Close enough. Bob Weir, but close enough, Ryan. <laughs> in the category trucking. of horror sci-fi, in The Matrix, what are the enforcers of the machines inside The Matrix called? Agents? Oh ghosts? Ding, ding, ding. Agents, please? That's correct. Yummy, yum, yum, yum. Nice. Mr. Uh, otherwise known as Correctamundo. Oh, yes. I hate when those. I hate when the agents hit Beethoven, though. That was so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing the dog. <laughs> Me too. That's the one. Yeah, he's so big. He was he's like, so big. if Cujo was nice. This is gonna hurt you more than it hurts me. Dude, being a kid and seeing Beethoven second, like in the theaters, you come to the like. There's jokes, and there's still uh, what's his name, Charles Lindbergh, or whatever that guy's name is. But <laughs> the main underlying theme of the movie is that this time Beethoven the dog fucks. <laughs> there's a girl, oh uh, uh, whatever kind of dog Beethoven is, and basically the whole movie oh, is right, about yeah. like him getting getting his uh, getting his dog dick wet. Whoa! I know, and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a little kid, and uh, I'm like, geez, I just hope I have enough Reese's Pieces to get me through this. Do you want to know what I have to say to that? What was Charles uh, Grodin? Charles Grodin was in that movie, right? That's yeah, not Charles Lindbergh. That was the Charles Grodin. It's because of fucking <laughs> yeah. Charles Grodin. Everything he touches is pretty much softcore porn, so that's why. Yeah, he's pretty sexy. If that's what you meant. No, not at all. Just like predatory. It's you know you know a guy's got sex appeal when he can share the screen with a bunch of Muppets and still have yeah. the strongest libido in the room. 
you know, David Bowie and Labyrinth Hello. playing opposite Miss Piggy and still, you know, being able to hold on to the just the vibes. It's crazy. Yes, that does take some skills. I know. I love that. That's my favorite of the Muppet movies. Like I just I'm picturing the scene where he and Miss Piggy are at to dinner and he's like trying to seduce her and everything like that. And she's like playing hard to get. That's like one in the, the diamond and everything. That's one rant over even that's not even a rant because i was even making full sentences <laughs> just i agree with you ryan i guess that's my crazy way of saying it cool cool <laughs> <laughs> i see that i see that we have one half hour should we jump into our uh, our top three which let's i have a feeling it, might baby. be a, a chunk can, sandwich let's yeah, acknowledge little... the scores though let's acknowledge the scores okay i'm just trying down. to just trying to we i'm trying to help a... keep things on schedule so we might that... Yeah, oh, that's yeah. perfect. Oh, for we, sure. I think we, we do have a we do have a potential tiebreaker situation, right? I see. Tell me if I'm wrong. I have a three three to two. So Matthew's not in it, but we gotta. Do you guys want to break it up? See who the winner is. Yeah. Okay. The first person to repeat back to me the color that I say is the winner. Red. Red. Michelle wins. <laughs> Yo, Michelle, you got a you got really quick reflexes. Yeah, that was pretty. I've cool. heard that. <laughs> I've job. heard that my reflexes are really good when I'm driving too. Nice They're like, you're not that scary. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, you know what, Ryan? Oh it's a God. compliment coming from you guys because you guys are always like, you have the best movie knowledge and all these directors like Hermione Granger. <laughs> the episode we're talking about that director, Hermione Grimes, whatever his name is, the guy who did kid, Kids. I was like, these guys are blowing my mind right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Harry Potter's friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took me a minute. I was like nodding like I was like, oh, yeah. You're did like, we do yeah. that? You get it. I knew you guys would get it. I knew you guys would get it. All right. right. Let's, let's, Ryan's right, though. Let's jump right into this top three shiznit. Both, both feet. Both feet. This is, listeners, we are going to tell you our top three movies that take place in beautiful new york city Woo. Woo like Yay. every every movie yep yeah i like every pretty much home alone well no that's home alone too spoiler alert oh shit i'm gonna shut my dirty mouth tell me to shut my dirty mouth all right let's... <laughs> i don't think i could i don't know if i could say that i want to shut michelle shut your somebody. dirty mouth Ooh, Damn, okay, Ryan. Ryan. Dang, Ryan. Shut that dirty uh, mouth. Hey, <laughs> place, a so place a sock inside of that yap. See, I knew, he I knew he'd help you out, Matt. I knew and, he'd make it and easier leave it for there. you to... And leave it there forever. Oh, that's uh, Forever? Just, Damn, never forever? Again. Don't ever take that <laughs> sock out. That sock's going to like become uh, a part of you. Yeah. Then I'm going to try to... Well, what do I do? What about when I do stand up? Why don't you put a sock in that yap, never remove it, and then fall in love with some uh, uh, some creature from the sea? This is what's going to happen. People are going to be like, God. hey, we're going down to see comedy tonight. Have you seen there's this uh, there's, there's, there's this girl. She's got she lives with a sock in her mouth. And so she she talks out of her nose and does stand up comedy throughout her nose and uh it's like have you ever noticed you know like <laughs> yeah that actually it's a good it'd be like the hottest thing out there ryan yeah all right i'll try it i'll try that shit i'll try to do it with different things in my mouth like 
socks, whatever can plug it up and keep sound from coming out. We'll, we'll come up with something new. I have like Not a, a ball gag though. Kiwi. What's that? Kiwi. Kiwi. Ooh. I Kiwi eat a, yeah. a person from New Zealand. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> What's in her mouth? Hello there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh. I'm from New Zealand and I, oh, I'm in Michelle's mouth. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh no. Hello. Sorry, love. I don't have much time to chat. I gotta get this ring to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's starting out with a number three? Hell yeah, dude. Whose idea? Whose be... whose idea was this, Matthew? Is that? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that. All right, Ryan, you you're in charge of who says their list first. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you go? <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's good for the goose is good for the gander, I see. So good. All right, you guys. This first one is um, its just a movie that I love through and through, and it's in New York, and it has to do with being in New York to some extent. Not fully, but pretty well. And this director loves being in New York. But you guys, I got to just go ahead and say uh, The King of Comedy for number three for me. Oh. Interesting. Very Interesting. Michelle, uh, cool. it, what? <laughs> no explanation. I know. No, no I, didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. No, I just usually I could have had a little more to say, but I just simply I simply didn't. I love the Cayman comedy, and um, who's up in that? Elaine Boozler. Oh, I think she's so fucking cool in that. No, that's not Elaine Boozler. Who am I thinking of? Bernhard, <laughs> Sandra Bernhard. Which oh, one is yeah. that? Is that the Scorsese? Movies yes, it's great. With, uh, that's yeah, that scene, yeah, that's and yeah, De Niro and uh, uh what's his face? Uh, hey, ladies, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Oh wow, oh, yeah. That, that scene when Jerry Lewis is like tied up and Sandra Bernhard is just like just like being all sensual all over him, and he's just looking straight. Uh, it's you have to you'd have to be there. You'd have to be there. All right. Definitely one of the subset lists of this category could be uh, every Martin Scorsese movie. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does a good job. He's definitely like, even if I didn't know they were all his, I certainly would put uh, a, a few of his movies on this list. If I had like a top 10 list of movies right. uh, mm-hmm. that were set in New York, but honorable mention. Michelle, what's your number three? Uh, it's Desperately Seeking Susan Ooh, with Madonna. Cool. Cause I true I I uh, so little secret about me. Ever since I was a little kid, I've dreamed about living in New York City, but only because I thought that I was going to become like a famous singer. Like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I wanted to be a famous singer, and Madonna was everything I wanted to be as a kid. So in desperately seeking Susan, like it was my dream. Like she was living my dream of like living in you know Manhattan, and all these great scenes of the city, and that's why you watch. I mean, that's why we're talking about this. This you know, these types of movies is because there's something very beautiful about New York City and the mm-hmm. different areas of Manhattan. People, it just, people gravitate towards it because it's just a, an inspiring place to be. And uh, so, you know, the other piece of it is, is I just like also wanted, I always thought that I'd be part of the club scene and like go dancing every night, like Madonna. And so right. there's so many really cool club scenes in that movie. And it's just a good movie. It's, I love Madonna. Like it was, a, I feel like it's kind of like a timestamp period piece for that time in the 80s because she was so big and so huge and that movie was like 
all about her and her greatness and how amazing she is. But yeah, I like it because I like the club scenes and I like the, of course, scenes in the city. Nice. Calls to me. New York City, hell yeah, dude. New York <laughs> City. Dude, they, fuck, they gotta love it, bro. But you gotta like the buildings. You gotta like the whole thing about it, man. It's uh, also yep. bustle, you know. As yep. a New York, as a uh, as a like a country bumpkin, you know, you mm -hmm. go to New York City and you feel like, uh, like I grew up in a tourist town, so I have like a weird thing about being a tourist in a place. Mm -hmm. I feel like such a stupid asshole <laughs> because my whole <laughs> life has been having people on vacation like getting in the way and clogging up like main street and you know you yeah. just want to like get a coffee and go to work and they're like oh my god they have lottery tickets here too you know so <laughs> every time i go to new york city and i'm like oh my god look at how big these buildings are and uh, tied into this you know you're like oh that's the so-and-so from so-and-so you know it's hard to be too cool for like the stupid friends fountain and you know like, oh yeah it's it's yeah. exciting no matter how lame it is uh and it's it's both so i get it <laughs> i uh I, I manically wrote down like at least like six movies so i'm gonna just yeah. like pick out the three that i think are the most representative so uh number nice. three i'm gonna go with uh the uh the fisher king do you know that movie <gasps> With, okay, yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges. And right, right, I just, right. I think of uh, a lot of these movies I in particular think about in relation to uh, uh, the, the park, you know? Mm -hmm. yep. And and the, the scene where uh, they are lying naked as the sun is uh, coming up over over the the park in in new york city is yeah. is so like iconic and i think about it every time i'm there and it it sort of encapsulates this like pre giuliani uh you know you can feel the seediness like when they're in times square in that movie in the you can feel a time when the city was considered more dangerous and you know more interesting in a lot of ways because it you know is sort of times square especially has been sanitized and you got the m&m store and even like I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago when it was like the Virgin Megastore uh, huh. and, and the are the MTV studios still in still in Times Square or is that oh, a, geez, I a, wish. a late I, 90s? Huh. They go the same way of uh, the, the Nickelodeon studios in Florida. But uh, yeah, huh. Fisher King, Terry Gilliam. Nice. That's nice, a Oh, Matthew's okay, guys. Matthew's turn. Hey, so I'm gonna go ahead and say Annie Hall. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that's insanity! Why? I don't know. I'm gonna shut my damn mouth. Go ahead. Oh, something tells me this could be an Annie Hall cover. <laughs> um, I just well, it, it would be. I mean, for me, besides Scorsese, there's nobody that is fucking just uh. God, does this kid he, does this kid love fucking New York? This Woody Allen. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. And so yeah, it was just a matter of picking. It was like, all right, what do I pick? Manhattan, Annie Hall. I picked Annie Hall. Central Park. That's such Sorry. a great movie. When I was talking about Central Park, I couldn't remember what it was called, and I kept saying the park. Oh, Central and Park. I right, just right, now right. remembered. Sorry. Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, we I was well. simultaneously listening to you talk about Woody Allen, but then my yeah. brain well, said, it wasn't Central too, Park. It wasn't very, it, no real hot takes here, but uh, Woody Allen, 
because the thing about Woody Allen, it's like New York City is like oh, another character in the movie. Yeah, it's That's like what? so true. <laughs> I don't Jesus like when people Christ. say that. Um, but so it's... that's just yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? That's my pick for number two. I think that's that you could say one. the same thing about Woody Allen is about Martin Scorsese. You could just say all yep. of his movies uh, about about are they all about Manhattan or just most of them? They all yeah. Is is there any okay? Can we think of any Scorsese movies that aren't uh, New York centric? Casino. Uh, Departed. Where's that? Is that Boston? That's Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's uh, like some New York casino. There you go. Yeah. 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 There's New Yorkers. Just place New Yorkers. There. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Michelle. Michelle, number number dose. Okay, I'm dose. I'm gonna be honest with you. The reason why I had a heart attack is because I did have that movie listed as my number two. But I have a pool of like five or six different movies. Right. So I'm actually going to revert to what my other option for number two would be. And that would be When Harry Met Sally. Because oh, um, nice. that's nice, also, nice. I mean, I've Meathead, been to New York. Right? Yeah, that's right. Rob Reiner. <laughs> I love that guy. Like he's, I love when he's in his own movies, like Sleepless in Seattle. This, because he plays the friend with like the, uh, you know, they talk about relation. I don't know. He just play always plays like the friend with uh, bad advice, good advice, whatever you want to call it. I've said too much. Anyhow, uh, the only time I've, I've actually been in New York is during the fall and during the winter. Uh, mm -hmm. I visited the New York when I was 13, went to Radio City Music Hall. And then I recently, you know, a couple of years ago, I visited it in the fall. And the fall is like the best time, like one of the best times that I've seen. I haven't been there in the summer or the spring, but I love New York in the fall. Summer's and, pretty uh, terrible. And the it uh, the smell is unimaginably bad. Is it really? <laughs> it's hot. My, up, it's it, hot up in that piece, bro. In about yeah. by about August, the smell of New York City is uh, is a lot of human waste and garbage, Gross. and uh, that's been my experience. Uh, I don't I don't know about about you, but <laughs> that was my experience the several times I've been there in the summer months. So. Oh, that's a fair warning. I, I, I mean, the fall is beautiful because the foliage in the movie captures like all the foliage and like all these different scenes. Like one of my favorite scenes is when Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan are in the museum and uh, it, there's this huge window that overlooks the park with like the trees and everything. And it's just so breathtaking. And they're sitting there and he's trying to get her to say, Poppy Cash, like Pepper Cash, and like this really funny <laughs> voice. And he goes, Purple Cash. And you see Meg Ryan get all cute and everything. And she's like, Purple Cash. It's like, oh man. <laughs> I don't know who I love more in this movie, you or Billy Crystal. But Aww. that's it. Number two. I'm that's gonna nice. say when Harry met Sally. I like it. Yeah. All right. That's fucking cool. Nice. Man. That was a that's right. cool. uh my number two, speaking of uh directors who like all their all their movies or one of their movies could equally be uh all taking place in new york city my number two is called do the right thing yeah. oh. and uh i i think that this is a great movie that captures like the sometimes smallness of new york city like you see a lot of movies that are about like it's huge and it's vast and it's like this big uh animal that like never sleeps and never slows down but i think this movie is like a really good example of how even though it's really big everything's like shoved in there in such close quarters that like a little thing like uh you know a very hot summer can uh spark a lot of 
a lot of uh, tension. <laughs> and uh, Samuel Jackson's uh, uh, is this the one with where Samuel Jackson is the DJ, or is this the yeah right? Yes, yeah, it is. He's really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your That's number cool. two. Yeah. That's a good There's, one. Is it back to Matthew already? Number it one. Is number three. Oh yeah, number one. It's right. Number one. Number one. You guys, I have. And if you have honorable mentions, you can give them during this part too. I have. Cause... I have yeah. a legit. I have a legit. I have a legit tie for number one, guys. Okay, good. And it is, and they're very, and they're they're the they're two different. It's it's both very New York centric and in very different, almost polar opposite kinds of ways. Because my my first number one was the aforementioned do the right thing. Mm -hmm. wow. And it's it's the perfect, just like Ryan was saying, like that, like that community of like the neighborhood, like loyalty and like wandering down the street and like uh, seeing people on the stoop and just like like shoot, shooting the breeze or whatever they do. Because that's not exactly there's elements to that that I really relate to. I never grew up in a, a city per se, but just like that childhood, like go to the corner grocery store and just like run into whatever. And then just like, so that like, it really harkens, harkens back to my child. And also not to brag, but I did live in New York for about, I don't know, six months, maybe probably not quite. <laughs> we had something of a pandemic, but, um, <laughs> but that was like that, but in, I lived in infinity different little neighborhoods and like seeing like the tight knit, like the communities in the neighborhoods and like how they just like, just like the sheer, like just examples of sheer happiness of like, oh, this is, these people seem so incredibly happy and I don't think they're faking it for my benefit. <laughs> um, so that's, yeah, the do the right thing. And then for me, there's, there's no chance that a boy like me is not going to romanticize this a depiction in New York. And that has to be taxi driver for the boy. <laughs> Yep. Just like the I, whenever I drive around and ever it's like a rainy day, I just fantasize being a little, I'm just like, that's me Bickle, just that's anywhere, right. anytime. <laughs> I can and see Bernard, it. Her, the Bernard Herman. Is that the name of the, the <laughs> do, 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 do. or is that Cape Fear? Or is that both? I'm all mixed oh, wow. up. <laughs> Cape Fear. That's Cape my Fear. favorite. Um, those are, yeah, those are my two. And um, thank you for listening. Nice. Well done. Well done, sir. Okay. Michelle, number one and any Michelle. honorable mentions. Number one for me. And I don't think with this is going to come as number one with a bullet. Not a surprise. It's going to be Moonstruck. <laughs> it's going to be Moonstruck. You dirty dog. I'm a dirty dog. <laughs> Here's what. You fucked us. You did it again. <laughs> you fucked us over. Can I tell you a little show about called, called Gossip Girl? No, just kidding. We're getting a lot of mileage uh, between Moonstruck and fucking Gossip Girl. So, I like what I like. If you say something is your favorite, it's your favorite. And if I say something's my favorite, it's my ride or die favorite. And go. everything about Moonstruck. And this whole New York thing is a part of the reason why <laughs> Moonstruck is my favorite movie. Because... I'm going to watch, you know what? I'm watching Moonstruck tonight. I've seen it Please before, do. but I finally, I've had, I've had it up to here. I'm going to watch Moonstruck. It's and pretty good you're movie. welcome. Thank you, I Brian. loved it. I love the movie. Yeah. You've got to. It's Nicolas Cage, like at his finest. Like the range is, and it's got a Martin Crane in it. The Frasier's dad, he has a little uh, role in there too. Lots yeah. of people. What's okay, the so guy that she's about to marry who like every time I try to, I know he just died like within the last year and every time I try to picture 
who he is, I can only think of Mandy Potemkin, who I know <laughs> is not who the guy is. Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello. Yeah. You do the right thing. She trades him in for Nicolas Cage. Nice move, honey. Nice move. But this movie, like this movie, it makes you fall in love with falling in love. And <laughs> it has to do with like the scenes. Like you imagine like it's it's finding true love like Cher does unexpectedly with this maniac, Ronnie Camerari, mm-hmm. with the backdrop of New York City. And they go to the Met Gala, which is like my favorite scene because you see Cher just looking beautiful from head to toe and Nicolas Cage cleans himself up. And then, you know, the stairs of the net, just a classic, classic um, destination in New York. And, you know, you see the scenes where they're walking home together at night and having these conversations and you just start to romanticize, like putting yourself in their shoes. Like, what would that be like to like be able to fall in love and have romance in the city of New York, someplace like that, where you've got so many things you can do and just gorgeous backdrop. So that's what it does. Like ever since I saw it, I just like, I love it because it makes me love love. You know, we can be so cynical about these things in our lives because of things that happen, but it always brings me back around to like, it's a great thing um, mm-hmm. and it takes you by surprise. So, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yeah. One. That was, you oh, know yeah. what? I, I think that as long as you keep defending it uh, as eloquently as you are, that I'm happy to welcome <laughs> Moonstruck into uh into our our homes and answers we gotta watch moonstruck when when we all get vaccinated Fuck yeah moonstruck thing. oh maybe yeah. i shouldn't moonstruck. watch maybe i shouldn't watch it now hey, no, you, you can, have you to can watch always it enjoy uh, double moonstruck. up back to back yeah i actually the very last i know the very last time i watched uh moonstruck um you guys want to guess what year it was is this fun sure yeah right, 2007 Ooh, close not or 19- not too close Okay. 1998. Oh, even for <laughs> even less closer. Never. I got that. I figured never. That You've never seen Moonstruck. Colder. Okay. No, that's cold. That's cold. 2012. Very, very close. <laughs> <laughs> I give 2014. up. 2014. Oh my God, you're burning up. You guys are so close. 2015. Oh, a little cooler. 2013. What? What was, what'd you say? 20, 2013. Point. That's yeah. right, 2013. 2013. Hey. That's the last time I yeah. saw Moonstruck. Yeah. All right, job, guess Ryan. what, town, guess what, what town I saw it in. What do I win? <laughs> what town did five. you see? Longmeadow. I gave you five. Beltrick. Um, uh, wrong. Northampton. That's right. Okay, uh, it's all tied why, up. Why didn't I start with Northampton? Shit, now, you guys. Guess what street? Guess what street it was on? Main Crescent. Street. Wrong. Oh. Fine Street. Wrong. Let's put it this way. It's Martin Luther off, King it's, Boulevard. It's a street off of... <laughs> nice, do the right thing. It's a thing. It's a street <laughs> off of um, Market Street. Crap. Oh, not Crap Street. Let's put it this way. It's not Cherry Street. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know that area. I'm memorizing all the streets. Give up. Graves yeah. <laughs> Graves Okay. That's right. I watched I'll it. It was it. part of a it was part of a, a movie club. Really? That we did. And one time I suggested true romance and everyone <gasps> hated it. 
that's such that's such bullshit. It's such a good that's movie. A, that's been I, on my list for the longest time. Not that long ago, I was like, I'm gonna watch all of Quentin Tarantino's movies in a Fuck week, yeah. and, and I watched all the ones that he directed, and then that was yep. on the end of my list because he only wrote it, and I never got right. to it. So it's such a good movie. It's got oh some, it's got the iconic scenes. They were not they yeah nobody. It was embarrassing because I was like, yo, this is a fucking cool movie, and I guess it was. I don't know. I guess there, there was. I don't know what they didn't like about it, but they thought it was so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I am yeah, sorry I to hear that too. I, so was I, but we we watched um, Moonstruck as part of that um, club. Cool. But, guess what, Matt? You're watching it again tonight because you said you would. Moonstruck. <laughs> well, I, can, can I tell you guys the truth? What? I'm Me actually too. right now. I'm part of my French, but I'm actually balls deep. In watching all the Mission Impossibles, I didn't know they kept making those. I'll be honest, I legit didn't know they kept making them after uh, Limp Bizkit covered that uh, the theme song. <laughs> Two thousand. Yeah, the last one was. Like I thought that was Ghost yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, there was Ghost. There was something called Ghost, ghost Protocol. Protocol. Right. Then there was something called like Skyfall or Skynet or something like that. There's there's been about seven, my friend. That's too many. I had no idea. So far, I'm not having. A, so far, I'm not enjoying myself too much. Are they about finding your true potential through Scientology? <laughs> uh, going clear. Uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> I said it wrong. Because <laughs> I said it. I said it backwards. I should have said Mission Impossible first. All right. So wow, Ryan. it looks like. Wow. I think Ryan needs to uh, tell us what he thinks. What's All his right. number one? Uh, I decided to choose as my number one movie set in New York City uh, a movie called Party Monster. I don't know if you guys know it. Yeah. You didn't ever, I never heard of that. Party Monster. And I took mm -hmm. took out this disc over here so you could see it. Stars oh. uh, stars Macaulay Culkin, Seth Green, Dylan McDermott, Green. Marilyn Manson, and... I'm sure there's some other people in it. Oh, uh, Wilmer Valderrama's in it. Oh, I crazy. Okay, I remember this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, in addition to being like really, so it takes place in the 80s and file uh, follows Macaulay Culkin's uh, Michael Alec, uh, who is like a, um, uh, he's from like the Midwest and he comes to New York City and starts planning drug parties and he meets Seth Green who is a club kid and together they become club kids and start uh, throwing these huge parties that become increasingly elaborate and then they murder a drug dealer and try to get away with it. And uh, I, I like this movie because I think it paints New York City as being like this bastion of where like weird people who grow up other places think that they're just gonna come there and everything's gonna like change and that they'll be able to somehow like make the money they need to and that they'll be appreciated for their like weirdness and uh i don't know it's it's visually really fun to watch i've probably seen seen this movie at least three or four times and uh like I don't know. Good, good music. Good, like visuals. Really nice cinematography. Like a lot of, a lot of eye candy. Uh, <laughs> it's not. You don't have to pay attention to it too hard. You know. I like a movie where you can watch it at a relaxed pace, where it's not like pay attention to it. You know. There's enough narration where the movie's like, here's what's going on, and then there's like some 
creative uh you know there's a, a part where the murder is described by a rat that lives in the wall watching mm-hmm. it from a hole in the vent while there's like 90s club music in the in the background i'm a real fan of it and i i think it, <laughs> it uh art uh what is it the the buildings and everything of uh, new york city in like a, a certain time and place yeah, yeah. that's pretty awesome i actually i've really seen like that movie that title and i've always been curious about it but now you're hearing you talk about it i'm definitely going to try to watch it i'm definitely going to watch it this weekend i'm going to give it a shot thanks ryan no problem yeah it's cool. i remember yeah because i remember i was like all my favorite people macaulay culkin and marilyn manson mm-hmm. Because definitely Macaulay Culkin was certainly my favorite as a boy. And then my next favorite, I think probably my next favorite person to come along would be Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I don't remember if I actually seen it or I just was really enthralled. What, what year did that, you say that came out? Uh, my recollection is it came out around 2008. Okay. Well, that's, just, yeah. Well, 2003, this been, it says. Okay. Well, that Okay. So yeah, that's around the time that I would be getting getting real pumped <laughs> i mean that would be post that's definitely well post my macaulay culkin but that's that's right around that's on the tail end of my marilyn manson mm-hmm. not that he ever not that he ever he ever fell all the way out of my heart but my i was probably i think that was smack dab that was my primus years prime primus years if you must know <laughs> And I, I know we're running out of time, but I got to give yeah. like a few quick honorable mentions on, oh, please. on, on, on yeah. this list. And they oh, are yeah. uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, which yeah. oh, smart, smart. takes place in New York City and has some uh, really good. Uh, what's the name of the park again? Uh, Central Park. Central Park. There we go. <laughs> I uh, This next one I didn't mention because I was sure somebody else was going to. And that is Ghostbusters. I had oh, it. I that's one and, it. one and it two. Almost feels, yeah, it almost feels yeah. obvious. Yeah, it, it seemed. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, about it. Yeah, I didn't mention bringing out the dead because I'd already talked about it on a previous list. Same with kids, right. which right, is right, it. Right. And uh, finally, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight: Jason Takes oh, Manhattan, which I disqualified yeah. because it was filmed in Toronto. No kidding! <laughs> oh, you disqualified. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. They went to Times Square for one scene and every other scene is Toronto. <laughs> it's almost like Toronto is like another character in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I wonder where you shoot when you can't afford Toronto and that's where your story takes place. <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, I think that this has been a wonderful evening. We've discussed many great topics. We've learned about our favorite movies in New York. Some of the best movies in New York. Listeners, I hope you definitely try to watch some of these if you haven't yet. And uh, fellas, let's take them out with a little night music. Night music. A little night music. Yeah. Let's do it. Ryan, what are we calling this one this evening, sir? Set us up. Flames of a potholder. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Ready. Fucking, that's so bizarre. <laughs> I need a taste of this. Let's do it. <laughs>
Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.